Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'one Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, episode 61. The following is the recitation of Psalm 55, aka Perik or Mizmor Nun Hay. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Lamnatseach Beniginot Maskil Ludavid Haazina Elohim Tefilati Veal Titalam Mitrinati Hakshivali Vaaneni Arid Besichi Vaahima Mikol Oyev Mipnei Akat Rasha Ki Yamitu Alai Aven Uveaf Yis Timunu Ni Libi Yachil The Kirbi Veemot Mavet Naflu Alai Yir a Viraad Yavo Vi Batihaseni Palatsut Baomar Mi Yitain Li Aver Kayona Aufa the Esh Kona Hine Archik Nidor Alin Bamidbar Sela Achisha Miflat Li Meruach Soa Misaar Bala Adonai Palag Lishonam Ki ra'iti Hamas Veriv ba'ir Yomam valaila Yesovevuha Al homoteha Ve'aven ve'amal Bekirba Havot bekirba Velo yamish Mer Chova Toch Umirma Ki Lo Oyev Yecharfeni The Esa Lo Mitsan E Alai Igdil The Esa Ter Mimenu The Ata Enosh Kerki Alufi Ume Yudai Asher Yachdav Namtik Sod Bevet Elohim Nehalech Beragesh Yashi Mavet 
alemau yerdu sheol chaim ki raot bim guram bikirbam ani el elohim ekra vadonai yoshieni erev Vavoker Vatsaharayim Asicha Veehame Vayishma Koli Pada Vishalom Nafshi Mikarav Li Ki Virabim Hayu Imadi Yishma El Vayanem Vyoshev Kedem Sela Asher Ein Khalifot Lamo Below Yaru Elohim Shalach Yadav Bishlomav Hilel Brito Alku Machmaot Piv Ukarav Libo Raku Devarav Mishemen Behema Betichot Hashlech Al Adonai Yahavcha Behu Yechal Kilacha Lo Yitain La Olam Mot Latzadik Va Ata Elohim Tori Dame Liv Er Shachat Anshe Damim Umirma Lo Yachetsu Yemehem Ve'ani evtach bach. Psalm 55 has a similar theme to our previous psalm in terms of betrayal, where either Doeg Ha'adomi, a foe of David, we have discussed already, and or Achitophel, a once trusted friend who turned his back suddenly and tried to assist Shaul in killing David, were the inspiration behind this psalm. This is also the last psalm that begins with the words Lamnatseach b'neginot maskil David in this series of four psalms at this section, where David is communicating wisdom learned from his life. Some parts of this mizmor are seen in different parts of our prayer services, like Pasuk Bet shows up in our Vidoy and Slichot, and Pasuk Gimel in our keynote. Pasuk Yotet is said as part of the prayer when someone has a bad dream. Pasuk Tetvav is said when entering a shul to give us a proper mindset when entering a shul. Pasuk Chavdalid is said with the um, Hadran as part of the Siyam when people have finished learning a certain amount of Torah. Um, there are two well-known Pasukim, however, that I want to focus on. Pasuk Zion and Chet are used by Rabbi Yehuda Halevi in his Kina that we used to say on Tisha B'Av, 
va omar mi teni aver kiona aufa ve eshkona. And I said, Would that I were given the wings of a dove. I would fly far away and dwell in safety. Hine archik nidor alav. I would wander far away from my foes and abide in the desert forever. David, in his pit of betrayal, has fantasy of escaping a reality where those closest to him, those that he trusted, turned against him. He imagines taking flight like a yona, a dove, known as a monogamous bird that stands for peace, but also fighting for what they believe in. And some commentators actually compare the nation of Israel to a dove in their relationship with Hashem and those that come up against them. But in any case, this idea of escapism that David toys with, do we understand this as a healthy thing or an unhealthy thing? Well, first let's define escapism. A summary of the many definitions I have seen is that escapism is a coping mechanism where someone who is overwhelmed with their reality and or routine or is not having a need met in this reality seeks to divert their mind to an imaginative or entertaining state that would allay that stress or be comprised of the comfort they seek. Some psychological studies have shown that escapism can be a good thing and prevent burnout when instead of tending to all the issues um, that are too overwhelming, you take a step out of it. Rabbi Soloveitchik coined the term weekdayness when discussing the daily prayer of Tachanun, explaining that the days of the week are the reality that we live in, whereas Shabbat is a break from that reality. The Svat Emet takes a step takes this a step further, and on the Pasuk, Asher Bara Elokim Laasot, he he rested to create, purports that this paradoxical phrase helps us understand that we think Shabbos is a day of rest, but actually it's the only day that anything is actually being created. Shabbos gives us respite from the raging forces of this world, giving new life so that we can get through the rest of our week. Okay, so escapism can be a positive thing when used as a recharge. Let's take another example in the Bible where we see this concept of escapism. In Parshat Behalotra, the Jews have what some rabbis deem as the funniest or most absurd complaint in the whole Bible, where they complain about the God-given manna food and talk about how good they had it in Egypt. You know, the place where they were slaves and treated like property in whatever horrible ways that looked like. How does such absurd thinking happen? So Alcoholics Anonymous coined a phrase, stinking thinking, to describe the phenomenon of anyone that has an abnormal way of thinking in addiction or other adjustment issues. Rabbi Tversky, in his book, Addictive Thinking, gives a subtle example of contradictory thinking where a woman was asking whether she had resolved all the conflicts connected with her divorce. And she answered, I think so, which at first doesn't seem like an absurd answer. But ultimately, it asserts that ultimately she is uncertain that she is certain that things were resolved 
which ultimately gives a meaningless answer. Stinking thinking was also defined by Cambridge Dictionary as a bad way of thinking that makes you believe you will fail, that bad things will happen to you, or that you are not very you are not a very good person. So Bnei Yisrael with the mana were showing issues adjusting to their situation in the desert and had glorified thinking of the past and were escaping and creating a better life in their minds rather than dealing with the reality in front of them. Okay, so we have seen escapism be a positive outlet and in this case see how people who are extremely overwhelmed have a shift in mindset and it can start to affect what they see as reality and therefore affect their disposition. In fact, if not dealt with, escapism is known to lead to depression. Forms of escapism include, but are not limited to, reading books, listening to music, daydreaming, eating for comfort, watching TV, gaming, telling stories, having an avatar in virtual reality, love addiction, substance abuse, compulsive gambling, reckless driving, or even dangerous sports. Some of these seem innocuous while others are generally things that put your health and well-being at risk, things you wouldn't do normally and might regret later. However, the ultimate issue with escapism is when you are no longer able to function in reality and only seek to avoid it, thereby affecting yourself and others around you negatively. Detaching from reality can assist your brain in dealing with harsh realities in more easy-to-handle doses. So some escapism can be good, but with too much, you can start to see interpersonal as well as professional consequences. And if you turn to avoidance more often than dealing with issues, your growth can stagnate and or it can become detrimental. So innately, escapism isn't good or bad, but you can think of it as a tool that needs to be used in moderation. The Silchar Tov talks about how a Yona bird, the dove, is one of one that returns home. And the dove is the bird that David chose in his fantasy in this psalm. David, instead of avoiding a reality that is overwhelming and tough to bear, returns to his reality and pretty much spends the rest of them as more in prayer to God to help him deal with his enemies that caused him to want to escape in the first place. David was taking back control of his reality by acknowledging first that he needed that fantasy escape, thereby enabling him to keep it at bay like any other habit. Psychotherapist Dr. Michael J. Hurd says that the term escapism can have negative implications, and he calls it instead refueling. If you are honest with your perspective and know you can trust yourself to take a momentary relief with the intention of coming back to reality afterwards, or incorporate the change you wish your reality would look more like, and recognize your triggers that cause you to want to avoid altogether and are able to start to recharge in small and controlled doses, then this is a healthy form that I believe David HaMelech was imparting wisely to us in this psalm. May we all 
have healthy outlets where we can find a good balance that enables us to recharge ourselves while still keeping in control and functioning well in our current realities. The learning and recitation of this psalm is for the merit of all the helpers through the SNOVID 21 this past week. May they be able to help those in need escape to better realities than the ones they might find themselves in currently. And the help, may the helpers feel the bracha of their giving. Also, for a continued refuah shalema for my father, Harav Shmuel Chaim Halevi ben Esther. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nurseNisa1 N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.